welcome to the Tea Hut, the podcast for unorthodox entrepreneurs striving for success by going against the grain, breaking down barriers beyond the biscuit tin, revealing what property professionals and construction workers really talk about on their tea breaks. Join us as we delve deep to uncover what it takes to succeed and be the best version of yourself. Welcome to the Tea Hut podcast. If you've never stopped for a brew in the cabin, this is where we break down the barriers beyond the biscuit tin, disrupting normal patterns of conversation and asking the questions that nobody else does. I like mine strong like mud with one sugar. So before we get into it, please don't forget to give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel for fortnightly episodes. And here we are. So I would like to introduce my guest, Mr. Paul Tinker. So I know a little bit about you, Paul, um, and we've met on social media, and it's the second time we've met personally. So for the listeners, the people that don't know you and probably don't know me, hopefully, because this podcast is going to reach the masses, give people a little background of you. Who is Paul Tinker and what do you do, please, mate? Okay, mate. Uh Nice one. Thanks for having us down, mate. No problem. And great to catch up with you again. Definitely. Uh, so I, how long, how long have I got uh, for my intro? Go on, you, yeah, you got a couple of minutes. A couple of minutes. Right, yeah, go on. So 14 years in the military uh, as a Royal Engineer where I trained to be a bricklayer. Then I left the military to go into a brief spell in security, close protection and doors, which I can we swear? Yeah, of course you can fucking swear. Yeah, f- <laughs> Jesus, mate. I weren't clear. Oh, my God, yeah. Right. So for I anyone, didn't want it to be full of fucking beeps. No, no, let's, let's, let's put like a, a, an explicitary notice on this podcast, right? So if you're listening to this and expecting no swearers, get the fuck off the podcast. <laughs> All right, yeah, so carry on, mate. Yeah, so I left the uh, I left the military 2007, back into 2007, went into corporate construction management for a national refurbishment contractor. Mm. I uh, did four years with them doing council houses, and then I moved into a, oh, well, a global business, but they had a national uh, refurbishment arm as well, so I went into corporate management for them. And mm. um, Again, doing refurb work. Decided in 2018 that it was time for to me to set my own business up, so I took my corporate skill set and decided to set up my own construction company. So not been going that long, really, when I look back. So 2018, what's that now, four, five, getting into my fifth year of trading now. Um, when I set up that construction company, I used my corporate skill set to do so mm. uh, and came out of you know, the contracting world where we had programs and specs and contracts and client meetings and reporting. Systems and systems. processes. Yeah. And all of that was my true like knowledge that was my, that's all I really knew so mm. I didn't really know and understand at that point how like the lower echelons I'll have to call it of the construction industry worked mm. so to move from that into my own startup business to be surrounded by a new peer group of startup trades businesses that didn't operate like that they were still coming out of their cars and, and, and all the rest of it and, and I get that people have to start somewhere yeah um, and my client avatar when I left was uh, property developers. That's what I wanted to work with because it was my perception that they were professional. They mm. knew what they were doing. And they understood what yeah, you don't needed to, to be in place. Don't, you don't just want to work for a client or a customer yeah. who wants a job done. You want to work for the developers who yeah. know what they want. 
Exactly. Well, that was your perception. And that yeah, was the perception. Yeah. But the reality wasn't the same. <laughs> yeah. And I left and it was like, oh, Mr. Developer, you know, I've got this construction company. I can come and do your project for you. Here's what I need from you. A set of drawings, set of, I don't know, a spec. I need a timeline from you. Mm. And it was like, what the fuck's one of them, mate? Yeah. And what do you mean, what's one of them? How do you not know what that is? Yeah. And it became really, really frustrating. Like, that was the first, one of my first big closers, if you like. Um, and moving into my uh, sales strategy for, for for my construction business, I very cr- quickly realized that this was the norm. Mm. Right? There was lots of developers out there doing the same or not doing the yeah, same yeah, thing, yeah. having the same approach. Yeah. Um, and I was on holiday in Turkey with the missus in 2019, moaning about it too, as you do, laid on the beach, like just having a good old chin and wine, like we do in the tea hut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... Uh, she goes, will you stop fucking moaning? Fucking do something about it. And it was it. like, what, 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 what am I going to do about it? I'm yeah. just me, you know? Yeah. And if someone can't fucking know how to build, build a build out, then then I'm not going to work with them. And she's like, why don't you, you know, take some time out to explain to them what you need and why? Mm. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. She's going, look, when you was in the army, you was a, a training instructor. You've taught school leavers mm. to become soldiers. Mm. Like, I'm sure you can teach a property developer how to put a f- fucking set of paperwork together. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what, you're right. Yeah. But I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. So she supported me in, in starting the training business from the beach in Turkey, where we put on an event in the UK uh, whilst we were over there. We just booked a hotel and did a couple of posts on Facebook and 30 people turned up to this first event. Wow. And 12 people bought a thousand pound course that didn't exist yet. Wow. Just off the back of me ranting for an hour at this event. Wow. And that was the start of it, really. And that, that course then developed into more and more and more in-depth, got more and more in-depth over the time. And uh, it, the rest is history. And, mm. that, and now... So how long has that been going on now? How long have you been running it? Uh, so I remember fourth year of trading now. Fourth year. In, construction, in my training business. And yeah. from me, from my perspective, it looks like that's going well. It looks it looks like it's growing nicely for you. Yeah. Uh, we Day on day. Yeah, so yeah. day on day, we're growing. Uh, uh, you know, in terms of standard uh, and what what I'm what gets added into the course the course develops every single time I deliver it which is why it I gets, think that's the beauty of being what we do though isn't it yeah it's, the it's, industry it's, changes, changes all the time doesn't it, it? Ch- changes all the time as you say mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so the course has to change the content yeah, has to definitely. change because I've got a more responsibility to share that message mm. and stay current well otherwise you're not relative and I think that's a there's, there's a there's a lot of that that goes on out there in the training industry, which we will get a little bit more into in a little while. But, yeah, yeah no, um, respect, mate. And I think what you're doing is great. Um, I I love watching what you do. Love in, interacting with you on social media and watching your videos for a start. Um, I think that's how I... Uh, it was actually someone we've got in mutual mutual friend. And actually, actually I, this guy grew up in my town. His name's Michael Griffiths. And he tagged me into something that you posted. Like I think it, may, it might have been the start of last year, maybe before... Um, it weren't that long ago, and he said, "Oh, watch this guy. He's like you. He, you will really like this guy because he's exactly like you are." He he says it out. He is. He don't mind saying a fuck or a shit every now and then, and it, you'll like him. And I added you up. I watched your videos, and I was like, "Yes, love this bloke." And like, finally, someone who's fucking being honest. Finally, someone who's you know putting some fucks into people. Yeah. I love that shit. You know, yeah. I I 
I'm not down for all that, like, oh, oh no, we shouldn't say that. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not about that. And I really resonated with you as a person, just purely because of the swearing. Um, secondly, because of what you do, i.e. construction. But just because I thought, you know what, this guy is a breath of fresh air to me. Um, he's a real bloke. You know, he's being honest. And there's just so much bullshit going out there that yeah. I, I resonated with that. So I, I like that. So before we get further into it, I ask everyone to bring in a pack of biscuits, right? And I noticed that you've bought three packs in over there. Yeah, right? so... So... Allow, on, allow you, me to explain. Please do. I'm, I want to hear why you've chosen those three. So I chose these three packs of biscuits because they're all, like, real talking points. And I was sat with my missus this morning. I said, Lise, like, I love biscuits. You've triggered me already, and I'm going to tell you why in a minute, but go on, carry on. She said, I love biscuits, but I don't really, really don't know which one to take. Yeah. He's asked me to bring my favourite biscuit, yeah. and that's, like, impossible. Yeah. So I was in Tesco this morning, I thought, now then, right, which one of these would I take to sight? Yeah. And the one I'd take to sight is the Tesco's own custard cream, because it's yeah. shit. <laughs> and if it's shit, cheap, <laughs> I know that I ain't got to keep refilling it. That's fine. And they won't sit around eating them. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still providing. It's like when you make a shit brew. Yeah, like yeah. You only have to make, make it once. True. So that's where the custard cream came from. Get the mega pack as well. Yeah. 45p for like 100 biscuits. That's last it. forever. That's it. Who eats custard creams for fuck's sake? I like them. They're hanging. I fucking hate it, right? Because if you just look over there on the other side of the mic, the pack that I bought with me is a pack of custard creams. Because I fucking like custard creams. They're dirty, mate. They are, it's not Ooh. even a biscuit. Not even a biscuit. What do you mean it's not even a biscuit? <laughs> You're about to pick up something that is definitely not a fucking biscuit. And that's why I've bought it. That's what's triggering me right now. So. I brought in a pack of mini cheddars. That's horrendous. They're which f- are amazing. They are. However. And I like them. But because it's on a cylindrical packet like this, and I know it's only on audio, but in a cylindrical packet. Now you are on video as well. A mini cheddar becomes a biscuit, and it says, it actually says it on mm. the packet. It says, cheddar cheese biscuit. It fucking would do, wouldn't it? But, but you know if that was in a fucking box? It'd be a cracker. Yeah, exactly. And if it was in a bag, it'd be a crisp, and it's the same fucking Shit. thing. Shit. Okay, I got, yeah, I see what you're saying now. Because so I, I, to have a little mini rant about mini cheddars, and that's why I brought I them. love that, because I would not... Okay, so my, my, my interpretation of a biscuit is something that you dunk in a cuppa. Right? Yeah, you won't put that in a cuppa. You would not put so that in a So it's therefore not a biscuit. Cuppa, therefore, it's not a fucking but biscuit. But they call it a biscuit. Well, they're liars, and I want to have a word with Jacobs about that. But so, Jacobs, if, if there's a representative of Jacobs out there <laughs> listening to the tea hut, I don't want your fucking sponsorship, or you can poke your cheesy biscuits up your ass. Yeah. But oh, but, oh, but these this, ones. Mate. These are these are like these. the crown jewel yeah. of the biscuit world. I'd are say. they? Are they ever? Choco Leibniz. Oh, Leibniz. Ooh. So when I was in the military, I was I led a stint in Germany for mm. going best part of nine years, and these were available like mate, everywhere. I love them. Do you like these, the dark chocolate ones? Yeah, mate. Mm. The dark one. Yeah, yeah. They're good dunkers as well. And you can only get these in Tesco. That's the only place I see them. Yeah, mm. they're amazing. Mate. They are a great biscuit. So. Brilliant! I love the fact that you've done. You've actually bought a uh, trio of yeah. Biscuits. I kind of I overthought it a little bit. No, you didn't. I actually like that because it sparked a bit of debate, and I'm hoping that's what it does when people listen to this because they can go, "Oh, fucking, what are you on about? Cheddar's a fucking biscuit, mate. It's not a fucking biscuit. <laughs> it's not it? a fucking biscuit. It's not." <laughs> despite what it says on the packet. despite what they advertise, but yeah. hey, false advertising's everywhere, yeah. not just in the biscuit world. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thanks for bringing that down, mate. And uh, uh, yeah, anyone else out there? I want to know what your thoughts are. Do you like you know? Jacobs, Cheddar's, 
biscuits or would you call them a cracker? I know what I'd call them. Yeah, and fuck um, your custard cream. Oh, well, I'm, I'm hurt about that, to be <laughs> honest, because I fucking love custard cream. And bourbons, anyway. they're dirty as well. Oh, That's an hanging no, biscuit. Paul. Oh, fuck me. I really liked you 20 minutes ago, but now. <sighs> right, brilliant. So, okay. Describe yourself in three words. You know, you don't have to go mad sentence. I just, I'm interested to see what you would describe yourself as. Three singular words. Three singular words, yeah. Singular and that's really words. hard to do, actually. Yeah, that is a good question. Um, I think, number one, I think this is going to be easy to go. If we went to values, it would be passionate, mm. would be my number one. I'm very passionate about absolutely everything that I do. Mm. That I'm passionate about. Yeah, 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 I get that. Because if, if you're not into it, you're not going to be passionate about it. But if it. I'm not into it, I'm passionate about not fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah, you passionately hate something. I passionately hate it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm You're a, a passionate guy. Yeah, yeah. If you fucking hate something, you hate it. Yeah. If you love it, you love it. Yeah, yeah, there's no middle of ground. I'm the same. Yeah. I am the same. Uh, and I guess that bounces off for the second word, I'm extreme. Mm. Like. Mm, that's interesting. I don't do... Extreme sports and stuff like that. I know you're, in the, I know you're in the army. Sports, but, but like, if if I want to, so this is hard to explain. But I no, know, no. I know it's a character trait that I have. Yeah. Uh, if I'm buying a tool, a yeah. new tool, yeah, I'll buy the fucking most expensive. I do that with no reason. Yeah, I do that. No reason at all. Like if I'm looking for a new table saw, I go straight. I go straight to, to the brands. I go straight to the brand, and I won't share the brand that I use. I will yeah. Dewalt only. Fucking yeah. Makita shit, <laughs> right? So it's straight to the Dewalt section. Yeah. And if there's one at two fifty and one at three hundred, I buy the three hundred with day. no reasoning. You won't even look at the box. I won't even look at the box. It'd just yeah. be that one's more expensive, so it must. That's be That's got to be the better one. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I buy the better one. Yeah. Um, and the same with like anything that I buy. If clothes. I got, yeah, clothes, meat. Yeah, definitely. A anything. Mate. Anything. Like, if, if I go to the butchers and there's two meats next to each other, I'll buy the dearest. So would you... Cons oh, sorry, go on. I'll, I'll finish the question with your third word and then I'll come back to that. Passionate, extreme. Um, I'm a, I can't put it into one word, so I'm going to have to use two words. Go on, go on. Uh, risk taker. I love, I love risk. It. Yeah, I do. Which I guess would is you, a bit of a culmination of risk and passion. Would you uh, say uh, extreme that, and passion? Would you say that reason go out goes out the window when you're looking at risk? Uh, if I was left to myself, mm. yes. Mm. But I have a my wife's profession yeah. is uh, operational risk. That's what she does for a living. Brilliant. So she keeps me in check. Yin and Yang. Yeah, massively. Yeah. Uh, like, she'll go, have you really thought about this? Yeah, and my go, wife's exactly. No, fuck it, I'll buy it anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ali's the same for me, because yeah. I know that when I've got these crazy ideas or I'm suggesting yeah. something that's gnarly, yeah. uh, you know, to me, it's fucking the best thing since sliced bread, and Ali will always be the one to go, mm, Yeah, have you really thought about that? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. No, yeah. but have you, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So that's 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 really interesting to see. So yeah, just linking back to what you just said about, you know, what we both said that we do with being extreme when it comes to uh purchasing things. Would would you would you cons would you say that that makes you a materialistic man? Uh no, I wouldn't. Um only because it's not always about materialistic things. Mm. I'm the same with everything, like with education, 
if I'm buying a course, I don't want your free. You don't want I don't want the, your free the lower shit. ground. You I don't want, want your 19 quid shit. You want to like, tell me what the best level. is and give me that top level. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm a which is a bit contrary to one of the things I teach in training, really. Um, but I don't mind sharing. I, I'm a I'm a firm believer in with everything outside of construction. I think is the. Uh, is the misnomer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah. you know, without reason and taking on risk in a construction project is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I think that I'm a big believer in with price comes quality. Yeah, I, I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think that's... But that, that, that's, that's not to that's say that someone cheaper thing. is not good, though, is Correct. it? Correct. Which is, which, is, which is where I think... Um, when I, when I when I teach this as part of my course, when people are pricing at work, for example, I think it's really important to know that that's the exception to the thing I just shared yeah. about with price comes quality. Because yeah, yeah. when it comes to a, a tradie, for example, but there's like, so many different variables yeah. with trades overheads. And yeah, you look at look at take a plasterer for example. If a plasterer says he wants four hundred quid a day, like I think that's a high price. It is. However, why? What are the contributing factors to him yeah, wanting that for exactly? A day? Like, but what he also doesn't guarantee is a great result. No, but but contrary to that, you can find seventy and eighty quid plasterers mm. that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a shit result. Mm. Like so many times, I hear people say, "Oh, but you bought the cheapest when they get a shit job." But that's you. That's sometimes that's like not the, the generic case. thing to say, yeah, though, yeah. isn't it? Because what an 80 quid plaster is really saying, they're not saying I'm 80 quid because I'm shit. No. They're saying 80 quid because my my self-worth is fucking zero. Yeah. I don't value myself at all. Yeah. I don't think I'm good. Yeah. Low self-confidence, low self-esteem. I just need 80 quid to survive Survive. and pay my mortgage and get my bag of fucking glue tonight or whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, I think that's the exception to the rule. Yeah, and I think that there is a very fine line. There? Yeah, of course there is. Yeah, very yeah. fine line. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same. When I, I like, to, I take absolutely everything I do to the extreme. Mm. Um, you know, if I've got a budget of forty grand to do something, I will always probably spend forty five. Yeah. Or do you, I will always just, if I think I need to be going to that level, then I will. A bit like you said, when you're buying into a mentor or, or training or anything like that, you will go. You will bypass the yeah. lo- the low hanging fruit and you'll go straight to the top. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like that. I, yeah. I, I do that because I think sometimes it's a case of like you know where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I know that my time's going to be wasted doing A and B. I might as well just go straight to fucking C. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, and, and I I do that a lot, so I can resonate with that a lot. So my next question is, what was your first opinion of me and why? My first opinion of you, mate. You've just reminded me actually when you talked about Michael. Yeah. That I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, and I remember he, he, that tag. I remember the tag now you've said it. Yeah. yeah. I like Michael. He's a yeah, great guy. Yeah, he's a lovely lad. Um, it was about YouTube. Yeah. You, you were asking a question about starting up on YouTube for your Brownworks ah, business. Yes. Yeah. And he said you need to get in touch with me and you yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, my first opinion of you, uh, I get what well, I guess. Well, I think the first opinion of you would have been online, and I've since learned that that's not a good way to form an opinion about someone. Mm. Since learning that, learning that recently, mm. um, but to be honest, I didn't really have one. I, but what I did see was someone that was going somewhere, mm. uh, and I genuinely mean that. Mm, uh, I, I even shared that inside of my own mastermind last week before last. Oh wow! It was you know what you're doing. 
mm. doing it next week, and I'd, I I often share what I'm up to in the month. When I told them I was coming down here, yeah, it's the first time I've done this. Travelled to someone else's place oh, really? for a podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and it was all oh, you know. What are you going there for? Who's this Robbie guy? Mm. Like, Mate, he's going somewhere. Like I can see the effort he puts into his marketing. I can see the effort he puts into his content in mm. terms of professionalizing it, how his look, his message, mm. like, and he's, he's real. Mm. Um, and that's where Thank you. that initial connection came from. Yeah. Uh, like you with me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then when we invited you to the awards night last year and you came and that, that was my first time meeting you and yeah. Ali. Uh, and, and it was a great night. I wish I'd have had more time to spend with you. Yeah, um, yeah. To be I know you were busy, man. It was, it was, yeah, it was busy chasing the speaker that didn't <laughs> fucking turn up. But there you go. That's another story. <laughs> he got there late, though, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did, yeah, yeah. He yeah, got yeah. there in the end. Yeah. That was a good night, mate. It was, yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that. I appreciate that. Um, I'm always interested just to see, uh, you know, other people's perceptions, mm. obviously, because we didn't know each other in a personal, um, you know, way before we met online and stuff. It's always nice to see what people think. And, yeah, like you said, it's hard to form an opinion on someone, I guess, when all you're seeing is... Um, you know, what they're sharing on their social media platforms because you don't really know someone by that, do you? No, I mean, I don't think it is hard to form one. I think it's easy to form the wrong one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. So where what what does success, in inverted commas, mean to Paul Tinker? What does success look like to you? Are you there yet? Are you in a place what you, you would consider to be successful? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. And I don't think that's... Uh, Anything to do with money. Mm. What is that then? What does that look like to you? So for me, um, I ate all the cheesy fucking bullshit. Like, (laughs) I uh, I ate all that. Yeah, I do. But success for me is having the... uh, I'm after to use all the fucking buzzwords that I ate when other people say. Just just do it. (laughs) Having the freedom to get up this morning. And just come here. And come here. And I forgot to charge my fucking car last night. (laughs) So I set off. And when you texted me and said, I'm running late, I was like, thank fuck for that. I can stop for an hour. And to get to pull into a garage and stick the car and charge for an hour and get in the back seat and just have a chill is fucking mega. Mm. Like when I was in a corporate job, I couldn't do that. And I was successful financially. Or what what other other people would deem to be very successful. Yeah. So, you know, that I had an £100,000 company car. I used to fly to work. I had service accommodation units all over the UK. Mm. And that people looked at that, and don't get me wrong, at the time I felt that as well. Because that's when, when you're in a job, you feel that your success is measured by your salary. Yeah. Like, you just do. Yeah. Uh, and when you move Well, that's, into, that's what it's led to believe, isn't it? It's like, oh, you can't be a manager because they get paid this much money. You've got to work yourself up yeah. to that point, haven't you? Yeah, and then going self-employed, you quickly realise that success has got fuck all to do with money. Mm. You think it has to begin with, like making your first six figures or whatever that might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you sit and go, that's it, I've made it. But the truth is, if you measure success on money... You'll never be successful. No, be- no because be- you won't hit it. Exactly. And when you do, you'll set another one. Because you live to your means when you get that money. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like that's not enough at that point. Yeah, I mean, say when you turned over your first million and you sit there and go, <laughs> I'm successful. Yeah. But then you set yourself a new goal. Yeah, exactly. Or, or like it's now five million. So mm. are you now unsuccessful? Constantly until moving you've hit the goalposts when it's yeah, just you monetary, will, aren't you? And there's nothing wrong with setting new goals. I think success is around like freedom. And this isn't, I'm not hippie in any way, shape or form, but it's all freedom, happiness, time with family, mm. how people look and view you, mm. like getting invites to stuff like this, mm. you know, going, 
and traveling around, sharing the message and, and watching other people grow, getting other people great results. That's that's fucking success, mate. Do, do you care? I mean, I just picked up on something you said there. Do you care about what people think about you? Do, yeah, of course I do. I'd be fucking, I'd be a lying bastard if I said no. So when you get like, obviously I've seen it myself and I get it as well. When you get haters on online on your post, does that bother you? It bothers an interesting word. Does it make you angry? No. No? No. Because I've I, seen what you do to them and you flip it around and you're yeah, like, thanks, yeah. have a nice day and all yeah, that Yeah, with stuff. love, yeah. Yeah, because that pisses them off more, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't do it to piss them off. Why do you do it? So the response is, um, like, I, I, it's empathy, I think. I think that's the right word. Like, if they're attacking me, they're showing me how they feel about them. Yeah, it's, it's a, tr- it's it's a, it's a self-reflection, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not about me. Mm. It's about them. Mm. And if I can put some love back and... Give them something they're missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it, isn't it? I yeah. think a lot. Do you know what? Some people, sometimes when I give them the love back, they go, do you know what, mate? I fucking needed that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know and then I've done a great job. Yeah, yeah. Like, people do care about what they think about them. Mm. And you know them that say that they don't? They're lying. They're lying. Or they, they won't say it because they care in one way, shape, or another. Yeah. Whether it's at, whether it's angering you or it's upsetting you or it's making you laugh. Yeah. You do care. Of course you do, don't you? Because like, if you don't care about what people think about you, that makes you devoid of a certain emotion, which is which is a trait of a psychopath. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. If you, you can, do if care, if you can turn that off, then fuck me, you're skilled. Because yeah, I yeah. can't. You can't turn it off. No. You do care. You do yeah. care what people think. And if you it's didn't, how you if let you it truly affect you. Yeah, of course. If you truly didn't care what people thought about you, you wouldn't say, I don't care what people think. You just It would just be. Yeah, I get that. Wouldn't it? Yeah, no, I, it, I, I totally... It needs no comment. Totally, mate. Yeah. Totally. So, going into... Like, I know a little bit about you. Um, you know, you, you were in the forces and all that stuff. But what I also know from what you share uh, on social media is that you also had a drink problem. Um. So I'd just like to go into that a little bit and find out where where that stemmed and why and what you what you used the alcohol for during that time. Yeah. When you, when you would consider yourself to have a drink problem. Yeah, so that's um you know I'd have to go back probably through <laughs> I don't spend much time uh, analyzing this. Mm. But when I do it, um, it, cre- it doesn't create another story, but it, it makes me reflect on another area. Mm. Uh, and you asking me this now makes me think differently. I was on a podcast last week, uh, and I got asked the same question. Uh, and the story I told then was at a level that c- I could go deeper. And I've no doubt when I'm asked at the time after that, this it would go It'll deeper be a as well. Answer, yeah. um, as I look back throughout my life, like drinking was a big part of my childhood. I say childhood. Growing up, yeah. Mm. So from being sixteen, I was always a I was always a boozer, and yeah. like, all my mates were party animal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I used to drink Mad Dog Twenty Twenty till I was <laughs> oh, off my fucking tits. Brings, oh, Gross, mate. mate yeah. I can I can feel the sick coming in the back of my throat. Yeah. When I talk about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then joining the military at such a young age is that a culture within the army as well? Yeah, like it's a it's considered, or should I say, because I do know that they are the, the British Army are moving away from this now you would be considered to be an outcast if you didn't drink in the military. If you don't take such a part part. of the culture. Yeah. Um, And I had 14 years of that. That Mm. was like, because of my two 
personality traits, which just talking freely now out loud makes me realize this. Like I said, I'm passionate and extreme. Mm. I cannot, wrong, could not go out for one beer. Not possible. Mate, I was the same. Not possible. I just, like, I'm going out and I'm getting fucking upside down and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And throughout the military, I was in a, I was in the Royal Engineers, which at the time, it's not now, but at the time it was a male-dominated corps, so there was no women. So I'm in a, a very male environment where egos are all huge. Bravado yeah, and, all stuff. and all of that. And like drinking being part of the culture. Mm. I lived in a place where beer was so um, abundant and free. I, I was in Germany was the majority of my career where uh, it was the Deutschmark when I was in Germany before the Euro. Mm. And beer was like, it was a mark of gold, which at the time was like 25, 30 pence. That's crazy. Yeah, and you could go out and get fucking bullets for two quid. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, like, what young soldier's not going to do that? Yeah, exactly. Um, and it was a good way to blow off steam. Then when I left the army, I went into the construction industry, which again is... In, was, Friday afternoon, yeah, down the park. It was a male-dominated industry as well. Um, and especially in management. Mm. So, you know... Lunches and all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was on it. The, it started hard for me in... That sounds like a right victim statement to make. I don't mean it started hard for me. I made the decision to drink as heavily as what I did in probably 2012-ish was when it really started. Why? Uh, why? Uh, I don't think there is a reason just because I'm a bloke. Extreme. Again, it goes back to extreme, the extreme. And those traits in my personality were just like I used them for bad. Uh, and and not for good, mm-hmm. and then leaving that uh, leaving that environment and joining uh, the the construction industry corporate corporate that was very much the same. Um, leaving that in two thousand and eighteen, I believed that that was the cause of my drinking, mm-hmm. like because of the stress the I pressure. had on the job, the pressure, the stress on time, on money, and on on all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And I believed that... Burying your head in the sand Yeah, sometimes. like you think that drink solves your stresses and solves your problems, and does it? Fuck, it just it's creates the same, them. It's the same with all them, aren't you know, whether you're, whether you're a drug user or yeah, whatever just, you do to de-stress. Yeah, it just sends you to another state. Yeah. Like, that's all it does. The stress is still there. Because like it is, The yeah, problems that you're nowhere. trying to escape are still going to be there when you come back to sobriety as such. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, I mean... It, 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 I, I don't keep it any secret of what I used to consume. It was five pints of, uh, you might be able to get some sponsorship out of this, five <laughs> pints of uh, Brewdog Punk IPA. That was my poison. Go on, Brewdog. Yeah. Uh, another story about when I was on the lash one night in a Brewdog bar in Cardiff. <laughs> I, went, I went up to the bar and they were selling shares. Selling so, shares? They were selling shares in the behind business. the bar. Yeah. <laughs> five fucking grand I spent, pissed. Really? On shares, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You still got them? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Still worth fucking five grand. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I, um, yeah, it was five pints, bottle of wine, half a, bo- <coughs> half a bottle of Jack Daniels. That was my daily routine. Mm. When I left corporate, it was like, I'll be able to stop that when I leave because I'm not in that stress anymore. Mm. But going from a job where you're in a salary where you're paid a guaranteed income from a big global organisation, you think that the stresses or just with the job. And then, so you leave the job, so the stresses get left behind. You leave the job and go into your own business. And new stress. New, new stresses come, like yeah. staff, work, wages, yeah. putting fuel in the vans, all yeah. of that stuff comes, and that's a different kind of stress. Mm. 
of course, I'm employing tradesmen that are of the same ilk. And, yeah. you know, you, you, you attract what you are. Yeah. And because I was a pisshead, yeah. I had pissheads working for me. Yeah. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. And that went on for another nine months or so. And to be truthful, at the time, I never knew I had an issue at the time. And it was, I did a property training course at the back end of 2018, September. And on that course, the first night I was there, I was away from the from the family, staying in this hotel. And it wasn't a realisation that I had a problem. It was just a decision, I'm not going to have a drink tonight. I don't even know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Like, just decided not to have one. And I... At that time, I had no plan to stop drinking. There was no future thought to that. There was no, like, foresight or plan or anything. It was just, I'm not going to drink tonight. So I didn't. And then the next night, there was the same again. Mm. And the course was seven days long. I got to the end of the week, and it was, now I'm going to stop drinking. But the next hurdle is going home and not drinking. Yeah, getting back into the normal In my normal day-to-day. And getting back home into my normal routine, my normal environment, uh, was very, very, it was equally as challenging because I'd now made the decision to stop drinking. It wasn't just about tonight. It was yeah. now stopping for good. Uh, and very quickly, all my mates disappeared. Yeah. Um, my my peer group transformed, like, within a week. Mm. I stopped being around pissheads mm. and I started being around people in the self-development world. Mm. You know, I'd got a coach now, and uh, and, and that that was transformational. That when you start boozing. putting yourself in those circles and aligning with people that mm. you want to, that has a massive compounded effect on oh, how you act, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Like it, your peer group is is what I can't. I don't know who's who said it, and I'll probably get the saying wrong. You are the product of the five people you spend the yeah, most, you time, spend most with. time with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's so true. Yeah, massively. And hopefully, I well, I say hopefully, I'd like to think that I've had the same impact on people that now gravitate towards me mm. in, that, in that message and me being their peer, I hope that that has uh, benefited others. Mm. Yeah, no, I would say it has, mate, for sure. I always think that you can teach so much from your experiences when you've been through certain things and people are mm. willing to listen. And that's one of the reasons I'm sitting here doing this with you now. And people, you know, always say to me, Oh, I wish I could be a bit more like you. And I'm like, well, you can, it's a lot of it's, it's mindset. Choice. Yeah, of course it it's is. choice. Exactly. Like exactly what you just said. And I say that to a lot of people and I used to disagree with that. I used to think that, you know, Oh, I'm a product of my environment. It's therefore I'm like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I used to yeah. be like that. I used yeah. to blame other people and situations that had happened in my life, which was no one's fault. You know, like my dad dying, for instance, and you know, um, and things like that. I used to not blame my dad's death for the way that I was acting, but I used to use it as a reason. Mm. You know, I used to say, "Oh no." I'm going through this because I've lost my dad in such a tragic way. So that sort of excuses me and gives me your right to act like a cunt. Mm. When in reality, I was making that choice to act like a cunt and do those things to myself that was making me act like that. You know, that was all choice. It wasn't, it wasn't that my dad dying forced me to start taking drugs and doing these stupid things to myself. I was making that choice. Mm. Um, And when I realized that and accepted that, 
fuck me was that powerful yeah, yeah for yeah. me yeah do you know what i mean when i actually like stood there and actually took responsibility for my own decisions and I, well, I'll, I'll be honest it was probably not that long ago mm. do you know what i mean i'm probably going back like seven or eight years ago if that mm. do you know what i mean when i really really truly stood there and went you know you're the reason that that happened yeah, you're yeah, the yeah. reason that that happened do you know what I mean? Yeah, and totally. Fuck me, is that powerful when you admit that to yourself? Do you think I'm right there? 100%. 100%. Because I'm sure you've been through similar things like that, you know, yeah. where, where you've thought, oh, fucking hell. Why, they, why is it always me? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Why, is, why does this shit happen to me? Yeah. And it's like, hang on a minute, you need to take yourself out of that mindset because if you don't, then that shit is going to carry on happening. Unless you take yourself out of those sorts of situations and start yeah. looking at things a bit differently. Do you not agree? Yeah, it's completely. Completely. One of the um, most uh, self-empowering moments I had was a bit was around that actually. I uh, I'd not been trading very long in my construction company, maybe nine months or so, and uh, the commercial unit that I had hired, it was full of tools and oh, you, as you've seen, you know what units are like, mm. materials and all the rest of it, office equipment, um, and I got burgled, and it would have they took everything, yeah. and it would have been so easy to go. Fucking bastards. Got yeah. on the hunt, found them, kicked shit out of them. Yeah. Like that would have done nothing. And I actually stood there in front of all the lads and the staff and said, uh, I'm sorry I've let you all down. Uh, we've been burgled. We've got no materials, we've got no gear. We're going to have to put an insurance claim and get it all back. Uh, I take full responsibility for this. I haven't, I didn't have any security measures in place. Mm. We've now got a security company on watch. I've put CCTV up, we've put mm. cameras up. We've put proper dead bolts on the doors, so now people can't get in, and I've now mitigated the risk of mm -hmm. being burgled again in the future. Mm -hmm. And to take responsibility for being burgled is really, really empowering. Mm. It is. It is yeah, you're, you're almost apologizing, apologizing for someone else's yeah. ruthless actions. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, I'm genuinely okay with it, mm. and I genuinely feel sorry for them that had to do that because they're in a place where they've got to steal to, to survive. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. So yeah, that, that's really like empowering to like those things that you can do and take responsibility and take hold of certain situations mm. and give you that power. It's, it's a really amazing feeling. So where does your drive come from? Where where does where does that seed itself in you? Um have you always been this sort of person? Yeah, being being a passionate and extreme person i'm very like if i'm gonna do something i'm gonna do it yeah uh, and if i aren't going all in i'm not gonna do it i'm yeah. not gonna bother yeah like i don't want to do half of it yeah 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 it's like let's all or nothing do it yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um but where does my drive come from um my drive comes from and I'm I'm not going to be the cheesy one that says, "Oh, I want to provide for my family and all that." Because we all want to do. Like, that. We all that's just a given. Yeah. So for me, my I have a personal mission, uh, and that's to change the way that property developers and investors operate in the construction industry. Mm. That's my per, that is my personal mission. Mm. I, I I have to see that change happen. Mm. I like and that's that. why. That's why you see me so often sharing the same message and banging the drum and putting all the effort in that I do put into it. Mm. That's where it comes from. Mm. I want to see that change made. That needs to happen, though. There's definitely mean. a bit of a shake-up that needs to happen. It's similar to 
what I'd like to see in the property training, you know, industry, which yeah. sort of leads me on to my next question, really. And you probably agree with me that property training, the industry is a fucking minefield. Mm. Um, why is that? And what are your thoughts? I mean, coming from a, you know, you're a trainer, a mentor yourself, and you've got your own thing, but yeah. coming from your point of view, mm-hmm. is it broken as an industry? Does it need fixing, regulating? Uh, does uh, it need what's f- wrong with it? Uh, what's right with it? I mean, it's hard to say, really, because I haven't experienced it all. Mm. My but if you, if you were to form a view, if I was to form a view, my exposure of it has been very limited. Mm. Uh, I've done one property training company, mm. uh, one course with one company, mm. uh, and the rest of it is an opinion I've formed based on what you've seen, largely nothing other yeah. than what I've seen Hearsay. on social. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do I believe it needs regulating? I th- I personally believe that every industry needs to be regulated. Yeah, yeah, every single so. one. Because otherwise, it just it's, it's opening the floodgates, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, I I. It's a tough one uh, being in the industry myself, and this is what I'm about to say is not to call out any other training company. Yeah, but it's it's the main reason I got myself. Um. Regulated is not the right word. Accredited. Accredited, yeah. So I, I approached CPD, who mm. are the Continual Professional Development. I approached LCAS, who are Enhanced Learning Accreditation Scheme. I should really know so what I'll it stands for, but I don't know what And that's for military service leavers, because I, I want to train them when they leave the army that there's a better way than going straight into the construction industry like I did yeah. and going into property development like where I am now. Mm. Um, and we got accredited by CITB, the Construction Industry Training Board. So I have, like, the, the CITB are the, the industry's governing, governing body, body. Of, of education yeah. in the space. Yeah. And they've been and sat my course. They've attended it. They've accredited it. They mm. call it an assured product. I'm an approved training organization, and I did that for this very reason. Mm. Like, I don't want to be put alongside an unaccredited person that's decided one day whilst having oh, a conflict I'm going to be a trainer. Yeah, like, yeah. For me, that's not quite right. Yeah. Me, me honing my craft, not only from a knowledge perspective, but from a teaching perspective and actually being a teacher, because that's a skill in itself. Yeah, it's hard. Anyone can, like everybody has a specific set of knowledge that may well be unique you yeah. may have you may be uniquely qualified in fucking brain surgery yeah but i don't mean you can teach it no because teaching's a different skill yeah um and it, like the course the course i did was great at the time it was really good i have to say it was good um did it change my life yes it did did it change my life no it didn't the action i took as a result of yeah again, attending was what changed my life. It's all down to I the individual, that. isn't it? Yeah. Like, you can go and listen to, you know, the best trainer, the best speaker in the fucking world, but then if you're going to walk out of that room and not implement what you've heard... Yeah, that doesn't make the speaker shit. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's down yeah. to you as an individual to take what you're hearing or learning or seeing or whatever it is, whatever media you're taking it in from, and actually take the action. Yeah, of course. Isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, I... I, I I get pissed off with people that say, oh, you know, this guy, or they charge this much for that, I've been doing it for this long and haven't got the results yet. 
And it's like, well, okay, let's look at that a bit deeper. Why haven't you got the results yet? Have you actually been going above and beyond to take action? Or are you just doing the bare minimum? Yeah, yeah. And more often than not, it, it transpires they're actually just doing the bare minimum or fucking less yeah, yeah. and expecting these massive results. Mm. Mm, and sometimes I think that's because they've been told that. You know, yeah. all, you, all you've got to do is this. Mm. All you've got to do is that. Yeah. And it all happens. Yeah, but it's not all you've got to do. No, it isn't. It's a fucking lot of work. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, yeah. you know, but people interpret that in a certain way and they go, oh, fucking hell. All I've got to do is post on my Facebook three times a week and raise investment. Oh, I'll do that. Mm do it for six months and then realise that they still haven't raised any investment. Yeah, Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're not fucking doing anything apart from posting on your Facebook every three days going, hi, I'm building houses. Yeah. Where's your fucking houses? Where's the evidence? Yeah. Why? You, where's the deals that you're looking at? You know, what are you actually doing? Yeah, yeah. You know, apart from standing in front of the camera in your bedroom telling people that you're a property developer. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of that going yeah, on. Yeah, out yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know, hi, everyone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and I've been guilty of that. Like, I've stood there and recorded uh, videos of myself and I've gone, hi, everyone. I'm like, hang on, that fucking is not me. Yeah. And we spoke about this outside didn't we about um you know how you come across and you know how you put yourself out there and uh the smoke and mirrors that goes on with being someone that you're not and Mm. and we've both we've both said that we've both been guilty of that at the start yeah 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 um but what made you stop doing that my missus tell me what you (laughs) i want you to say that again because that made me laugh yeah so i uh like the only when i wanted to get into it was when i wanted to when i very first formal training business i was modeling myself on on a culture, on a mentor, on yeah. a mentor at the time, mm. and I bought the same fucking clothes as him. <laughs> like he was in this. I always say Victoria's Secret, but it's not that. It's the other one. Uh, Vivian, <laughs> Vivian Westwood. Westwood. Yeah, he used there to wear Vivian Westwood all the brands. time. Yeah, and he wore he wore this all the time. And and as I now study him, yeah, uh, I see that he's done the same with his mentor. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what his mentor wears, yeah, and he's yeah. done that. And I did the same thing. Yeah, and my missus has said to me, "You've never wore a Vivian Westwood shirt in your fucking life." <laughs> you. What are you doing in that? <laughs> Wait, I bought five of them. Did you Fucking really? 200 quid a pop. Oh, my God. Did you have receipts? You still no, got d- them? I've still got them, yeah. In fact, I gave my dad one, actually. <laughs> and he cuts about in it now, my like dad. use that 200 as quid shirt. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Cost, cost more than his entire wardrobe, but he likes it. Oh, yeah. that's brilliant. But no, there's, there, there, I, I found that really funny because we've both, we've both been guilty of that. And I think yeah. being authentic is important. Yeah, um, it is. You know, because at the end of that's why a lot of people like talking to me and uh, engaging with me is because I'm not scared to say what I think about things. And yeah, and you know what, and and sharing this as well is like when we talk about when we were being inauthentic Mm. is actually being authentic in itself. Yeah, because because there are people that you would say, "Oh, tell us about the time when you know you were inauthentic." Oh, I've never. I'm always 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 me. me. I'm just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bullshit. Yeah. That's total bullshit. Yeah, complete. I mean, even sometimes I'm, I'll, I'll, I do it now. And like when we're in, uh, we might be out on site doing a video about a site or something, and I'm getting filmed, and I'll go, and I just the way it might slip out, I go, "Hi everyone," <laughs> and it's like, bring it in, bro. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. not who I am. Yeah. It's just like you know. It, Let me tell you the best time I ever got caught out with this. There's a fine line, though, isn't there? There's a fine line because I can't go around calling everyone cunts all the time. Yeah. Um, You know, I do swear a lot, but that's not the limit of my vocabulary. Um, I just choose to swear a lot because it it gets my point across. You know what I mean? (laughs) Go on. When uh, when I got married, I got married in Grantham. Yeah. Uh, We've been married now 10 years, just maybe 11 years. Yeah. And uh, I hope she's not listening. I know, yeah. We was in the the pub. We got married in a pub. Yeah, yeah. uh, And I got married in a kilt. 
I've seen your pictures. Yeah, so my... Uh, Stalker, mate. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Been 11 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was a Black Watch kilt. My granddad was in the Black Watch, yeah. and Lisa's granddad was in the Black Watch as well. Yeah. We thought it might be nice. Uh, I like wearing a kilt. It's smart. And uh, my dad wore a kilt. My son did. My best man did. And uh, one of my Scottish close friends did as well. Is that an Usher? Yeah, Usher. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. Wore, uh, he wore a kilt as well. So it's quite nice that we were all in this kilt. I was sat at the bar in the pub bit, the public side, where there were no queue for the bar, in my kilt. And these couple of kids came over. Oh, mate, why are you wearing a kilt? And I thought, I can't share that story. You're fucking like seven years old. Yeah. So I put on a Scottish accent just to say, oh, free Scotland. And then his mum and dad came over. <laughs> And they stood talking to me for 40 minutes. Really? And I had to continue this facade that I was fucking Scottish. No way. Like, I can do it for a bit, yeah. Scottish accent, but it becomes a bit tiresome. Yeah, it does. There's a lot and of effort the, goes into that. And when you're getting drunker. Hey. Like, and, and then you're getting back into the Yorkshire. And, yeah. And then they, they're like, every now and again go, yeah. what? <laughs> that wasn't Scottish. <laughs> and that was it. That was the end of that. I had to, oh, uh, yeah. oh, that sounds horrendous. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, so I'm, I'm now gonna. Well, no, I'll ask you. I'll ask you that first because I, I, yeah, I think that's a good question. So, is there anything about yourself, or is there one particular thing about yourself that you would change if you could, or do less of, or a certain personality trait about yourself that you don't like? Um, again, going back to being being passionate and extreme is is a good thing most of the time. But, and and being all in, but that comes with like that comes with that its comes weight. With it, that comes with uh, the opposite. Like when I drank, I was all in drinking. Yeah, I cannot have, and I have done lots and lots of work around this. Mm. Um, a what's the word I want to use? Um, when I have a, a treat day. Oh yeah, yeah. I will get what you're saying. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like if I crashed into them mini cheddars now. The fucking the whole, and the custard yeah, the creams are getting it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all in. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm all in all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I if I start on the crisps at home, I can't stop. Hold back. I like peanuts. How anyone can, my missus can open a chocolate bar, eat half of it, put, it back. And put half back in the fucking cupboard. Like, yeah. how is that possible? Yeah, I don't get that. No. So I that's don't. a trait. Uh, would you change that? Would I change it? It's interesting, isn't it? Um, would I change it? I don't think I would change it because I'm aware of it. Yeah. I know my, I know what's going to happen. If it was out of control and you weren't able to identify, then that's a different thing. That's yeah. a problem, then. Yeah, because then it's then denial and yeah. all the rest of the it. I'm wholly aware of it. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, it's. Um, so would you say you've got an addictive personality? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm like caffeine now. Yeah, caffeine replaced alcohol for me. Did it? Yeah, I crash into the monsters and coffee me. Yeah, like, I'm terrible with coffee. Day. Really bad. Like we said outside, I'm in Starbucks all the time. Yeah, me. Um, I can't help myself in the morning. Every morning I'm there. Lunchtime, afternoon, if I'm passing, oh, yeah, fuck it, I'll have a coffee. Yeah. I'm terrible for it. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll go when I don't even want one. Yeah. Just, there's a Starbucks, there's there's the big green man, let's stop. Oh, yeah, I'm driving past it. I yeah, can't I'm going past it. Past can't go past. Never oh, been yeah. to this one before. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Like, Still got one. All the same. Still got one. Yeah. Oh, no. So... My next question is, you know, this is how we met um, and you use a lot of it for your business, and as do I, uh, and I think it's a fucking fantastic tool that gets savagely abused by people. 
uh, and that's social media. Mm. Do you think that it is more damaging than it is rewarding? For who? In general. No. No? No, I don't think social media is damaging at all. I think it's an amazing tool. It's an amazing opportunity. Mm. Uh, do people use it for bad? Yes, but that's people, not mm. social media. Yeah, that's not the tool, it's the person. Yeah, that, that's, it's a lot like the analogy I use when I get asked this question is um, the Yellow Pages. Remember the old Yellow Pages yeah, you used yeah. to get? Yeah. Imagine going in the Yellow Pages and looking up for a pizza. Yeah. Finding a pizza shop number, ringing up and having a pizza that gets delivered, you're eating it and the pizza's shit and you're blaming the Yellow Pages. Yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so for me, do I, I think it's a fantastic uh, resource. I think it's great for, well, look at the people that we now yeah, are no, around. And yeah. We wouldn't be here now if no, no, it no, weren't no. for social media. I think it's a, I think it's great. And, you know, it, if you're not using social media for good, and that could be in any guys in any if it's for business for building a relationship for meeting people yeah if you're not using it for good for its intention then yes it can be damaging it can be yeah 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 but it's not on a whole you'd say something that is causing society problems no i mean it's it, it, it's it's social media it's media from which you can socialize mm. does that cause a societal problem no uh, do i think it was a uh a place where people could stay connected during COVID, for example. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or people that are bed-bound or people that yeah. can't get out, people mm. that have got no self-esteem and self-confidence to go outdoors. Like, it's a fucking great tool. Mm. Can you use it for bad? Yeah. You can use anything for bad. Yeah, I suppose it is It yeah, is as it. simple as that. It's what lens you put on it. Yeah. Like yeah. anything. Mm. No, I, I don't disagree with that, actually. I actually, mm. I, I would agree. I think it's a brilliant tool. Um I wouldn't, you know, where would we be without the internet and social media now? I think it's evolved as has everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot of noise around AI at the minute, this artificial intelligence and this chat GBT thing. Again, it's down to how we use it. Of course it is. If we're using it as, say, like a uh, an assistant as mm. such to do these tasks that's going to take me or you an hour or a couple of hours to write out a few paragraphs or, or, a, or a meal plan or... Yeah. Something like that, and it takes that fucking 15 seconds. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to use it? I'm all over it. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, of course you would. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I've sort of got the same outlook on social media. I think it's, it's been great for me. Um, I've used it for years before I started getting into this space and I was into my music and things like that. So I know the power of it. Do mm. you know what I mean? I've seen people go from being nobodies in their in their bedrooms and stuff that are now making fucking millions of pounds. Mm. Um, one of them being Professor Green, for instance. You know, I know the guy. Before he went on, often, you know, made his millions and made himself a, a, a pop star or a rap star in the country. But I knew him before that. But it was all thanks to social media and the massive boom that that was having to boost his brand, put his stuff online. Without that, mm. where would we be? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think it's a fucking brilliant tool. Um, definitely. And anyone that says different, I think you're just using it or perceiving it in the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's the same with anything. You can use anything for bad. Yeah, of course you can. Uh, course you can. As a scapegoat. Yeah, there's, as there's, such. Two, there's two types of people on, on social media consumers yeah. and creators. Yeah. If you're consuming the wrong type of content, yeah. then that, that, that can be damaging, can't it? Because there's obviously people that are creating bad content. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Would you yeah. say that? 
Yeah, of course there are, yeah. Well, yeah. there is just fucking plenty of them, isn't there? There is, yeah, yeah. Fucking awful. Wankers. Um, <laughs> so what do, you, what do you see, where do you see yourself in five, ten years' time? Uh, doing exactly what I'm doing now. Mm. Uh, on a bigger scale, I, I, I just want to impact more people's lives, impact more people's uh, businesses, mm. impact the construction industry, shake up how property development is done. Uh, how how they are operating in the construction industry. Yeah. Um, I don't see myself doing anything differently. No. I absolutely love what I'm doing. I'm loving the trajectory I'm on. It's it's fucking great. Mm. That's good. So, can money buy happiness? Did we say that already? Have I asked you that? We haven't asked me that already, no. No, can money buy happiness? Um, by default, yes. Directly, no. There's a distinct difference between happiness and fun. And I think people yeah. often get them th two things confused. Is it the things that money allows you to do that brings the happiness? Yeah, of course. Because money it's not the physical money, money, money itself. freedom, right? Yeah. It brings choice. Yeah. And it brings me being able to come here today. Exactly. That's what money brings. Yeah. Um, and it's this coming here that brings happiness. Mm. And... It's not the money. I couldn't sit at home and say the money buys this. It yeah. doesn't do that. It gives me the opportunity to come and do this. And yeah, yeah. It gives you breathing space. Yeah. 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 Oh, I like that because I think people's perception of money uh, is different. Obviously, if you haven't got any or you have, you, you, your, your opinions of money is going to be massively different. But like a lot of people say money is the root of all evil. Would you disagree? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Uh, you can do evil with money, but that's a very different statement. Yeah. But yeah. uh, you know, I think mo nine times out of ten, the people that say that are fucking skin. Yeah, yeah, of course they are. Do you know what I mean? Of course they are. I ain't got a fucking bee. Yeah, of course they are. Do you know what I mean? So it's hard to. They won't say it. Exactly. They exactly. Won't say it it's because they're resentful yeah, of the course, fact yeah, that they yeah. haven't got any. But you have. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or you're or you're doing things or all the right things to get some mm. or more than the average. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I think yeah, the yeah. people with that outlook is like, well, that's a very limiting belief. Yeah, of I think it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Um, is religion the root of all evil? Is religion the root of all evil? Um, I I'm, I'm don't get really involved in religion. I don't understand it. No, it's not I, in my I, world. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a religious um, man, so. But uh, I know that it causes war. You know, well, people's belief, different beliefs cause war. Well, for me, people cause war. Yeah, again, it's back to the it's back to people. It's yeah, not taking the, responsibility. It's yeah. easy to blame religion. Yeah, because that's the, the day, thing, isn't it? It was a fucking person. Yeah, a person did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. A person pulled that trigger. Yeah, a person yeah, no, I agree that with that. Yeah. yeah, you can blame religion if you want. It's a scapegoat, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's blame, isn't it? Yeah, I did it because because that's we're about not getting to religion, but I did oh it no, I'm, I'm, that's a can of worms. That's a can of worms, mate. Yeah, but. I think it has to be spoken about because, you know, that's why I'm doing this podcast and I want to talk about things that might uh, provo provoke thoughts and discussion. One of which, I'm going to ask you another question because I'd quite like to hear your opinion on this because I don't think we have spoken about it. What's your views on sexual identification? Oh, mate, I don't fucking get it. Listen, if you've got a cock, you're a man. <laughs> yeah. And if you haven't, you're yeah. not. No, exactly. It's as simple as that. It is, it, is it as simple as that? Yeah. Yeah? 
you are factually fucking male or you're factually fucking female. So what about, what about, okay. So you then, can't have both. No, or you can't. Be a, or be neither. <laughs> no. You're one or other. So with, with regards to people identifying as... I don't get that. ...objects other than hu- hu- what they are, and that is human beings. Yeah, uh, yeah. What the fuck is that? Well, yes, we are all human beings. But if you, yeah, but if you were to say, you know, if some, if your, you know, f- best friend comes to you and said, you know, Paul, I'm, I want to identify as a, as a, as a unicorn. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that's that is the that is the. I know you laugh, but that is the actual mental stuff that's oh, going on, right? Or they want to identify what? as a they. What, what is that, mate? That is beyond. Anything I can ever comprehend. I can't understand it. I can't, and I don't want to either. No, I don't want to. But I'm, I'm saying, why should I? Because that's a load of shit. Well, you don't want it. It's a load of shit, innit? Yeah. Like, you're either a man or you're a woman. Yeah, that's but there's... It. That is it. There's a lot that would argue against that. Yeah, I know that. But uh, I have this with my missus and my daughter. Really? Because my daughter's been taught it at school. That's the fucking issue, I think, though, isn't it? Yeah, Do I mean, you not think? I'm all up for, like, them raising her awareness to it at an age where she can accept it. Because I can't accept it. Oh, should know. do you think it should be accepted? Uh, I, I don't think. Should, I think an understanding is important because that's the way the world is going to be. Mm. Um, like if she didn't understand it, she's going to be confused amongst the masses, and I don't think that's fair. Mm. But for me, my age, my generation, I do not like. I can't wrap my head around no, that. No, I and can't. I don't want to. No, I you don't. Know, look, if you want to identify as a fucking panda or whatever that is, like. You crack on mush. Like, don't bring <laughs> yeah. that shit to my table because I'm not interested. I'm not listening to you. Like this is. <laughs> I'm the same though, mate, and I I struggle finding compassion for it as well. Like I struggle. Like... Compassion. Come on though. Like when people ask for that, can you like be compassionate towards my like? No. No. No, I can't. No, I can't. I cannot give you any compassion because I'm not compassionate about the shit falling out your gob. Yeah. Like that. No, that's what it. are you on about? Yeah. My missus is in a corporate job. She, I, can't, I don't know if I can say. She works for a corporate entity, global mm. corporate entity. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of her emails, their emails, they have their name, and then in brackets they have him, her, or they. Oh, they don't. Like, they do, mate. Oh. Like, so Urza will say, Lisa Tinker, her. Her, she. I think that's it. Her or she. So they're the two words. Are they pronouns? pronouns yeah, they're the two pronouns. pronouns she's allowed to be called by. That's fucking. Dis- yeah, we're well, similar. Like, yeah, what's like when when you get asked what sex you are when you're signing up to something on the internet and it says male, female, rather not say. It's like, come on, yeah, come yeah. on. I can like, tell from your name, mate. Yeah, come on, your name's Dave. Colin. Come on, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Come on, oh. come on Dave, rather not say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I thought your opinion would be exactly the same as mine on that, and. It was. I, I, I struggled to even begin to comprehend it. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to, do we? No, I don't. We don't need to comprehend it. But I, 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 comprehend I do it. in a sense that, the, that I, you know, I've got young kids. Mm. You know, they're three and one. So, you know, they're at, like, the start of their lives, mm. you know. And when I was growing up, we didn't have social media. Mm. You know, we didn't have... Facebook was, you know, new when I was a teenager. So I, I, I grew up with it. If you, if that makes sense, in a sense, um, but it wasn't in your face like you know the picture I shared of Sam Smith the other day in pink dental floss all over his body. <laughs> that, that wasn't in your. Pass me the moisturizer. I mean, <laughs> that wasn't in your face. Like it was in a sense. Like we've always had people that have been a bit, you know, 
out there. Like, you know, Prince, Elton John, Michael Jackson. We've always had those sorts of people in positions of influence. Mm. But I think now the problem is, is that you had to, back then, you had to be a fan of Freddie Mercury to see him dressed like a woman. Yeah. Or you had to be a fan of Michael Jackson to actually watch what he was doing. Yeah. But you don't have to be a fan of Sam Smith now to see him dressed in a pink thong with his arsehole hanging out. No, you, you don't, no. But it's in your do face. you know what he's doing really well? PR. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, who's not talking about him right now? Everyone. Fucking genius. Yeah, no, I get it, and I understand that. And I, like, Would you have the courage to do that? Yeah, if I, I'd have the courage if I wanted you, to do if, it. If you had his profile, yeah. like, would you do that to the world? Yeah, but... Uh, let me tell you this. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Fuck that. What, not even if you had his fucking bank balance and he's like, you know what I mean? Why Why does it matter? Nah. Because tomorrow nah. it'll be someone else doing yeah, it, Yeah, right? yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know... You, if I had his status, would I do it? And would I have the balls to do it? But he's just, is he not just a puppet for a record label, though? Oh, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I know that's a bit of another can of worms yeah. that I don't really want to open right now because that's a big conversation. But yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's. You know, they know he sells records, they've got a massive fan base. They know he's controversial anyway with what he says and what he identifies as on a fucking daily basis. So the ones that are pulling the strings really. Uh, his management company and his record company, they're going, right, you need to be controversial. You need to go out there dressed in this outfit to cause controversy for a PR stunt. Yeah. Let's sell some fucking records here. Yeah, it gets people talking about him. That's it. Everybody's it, talking about him That's right all now. it is, isn't it? Yeah. That's it? Like you said, it's a marketing stunt, yeah. a PR stunt, which Genius. I don't disagree with. Mm. But what I do disagree with is the narrative that it supports. Do you not? I, I, don't, really, I don't really know what it is. You know, it's, I, the, 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 it's okay to... Um, to, to to identify as something else than you actually are, or that it's okay to identify as a chair if that's what you feel like <laughs> doing when you wake up in the morning. Is that okay to be telling our kids that? Uh, well, is that not just creating another fucking excuse? Oh, you can't have a go at me, Daddy. I'm feeling I'm feeling sensitive today. It's like no, you fucking ain't. You're gonna listen to what I'm saying to you. You're gonna fucking listen. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, or am I, I think or, so. or am I a bit old school in that sense? Nah, I, th- I know what you're saying. I do see both sides of it, uh, as in, like, I when I say both sides of it, I mean, like, I can see the uh, the the negative impact that can have on 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 the youth of today. But I also see, is it right for him to do that? Well, he's got a different agenda, hasn't he? He's mm. not doing that to impact the kids. He's doing it as as we've just said. He's doing it sell records. to raise his profile. He's doing mm. it. It's PR. It's selling. Yeah, you know, say it's making sales. Yeah, it's a, it's a sex sales tactic. Sex sells. It, it does hundred percent. Yeah, does. it does. Yeah. Whether you're fucking pig ugly or you're not, it fucking sells, and it and it gets people talking about you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I still, I still think it's fucking weird. I can't. I can't. I, can't, I, can't, I, can't I just get on with can't it. get my head around it, mate. I just yeah. can't. So, yeah. Anyway, one more question I want to ask. Go on. If you could go back to an 18-year-old version of yourself mm-hmm. and have a conversation, yeah, what would you say to him? I've been asked that at least 20 times. Really? Yeah. And I won't change anything. No? Genuinely wouldn't. I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. I'm mm. a firm believer in everything I've done in my life as what's put me where you are. In this very seat, talking to you yeah, right now. same. And I include every fuck-up I've ever made in my life. Yeah. Every single, t- like, prison, fucking booze, th- like, all that. 
has put me here today. Mm. All of it. And without it, like one small change could impact my entire like life's plan, my life's destiny, my my whole like reason. What's mm. that French word my dad uses? Raison d'être. Yeah, re, yeah, yeah, my reason to yeah, be. Yeah. And I believe I'm on that path now. Mm. It's took me. Well, I didn't get started till I was 42, so it's took me a long chunk of my life to put me on a on a path of 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 want of of goals of personal of, of desire and yeah. That's good. Mm. So you wouldn't change a thing. I, I like that, and I like the fact that you're certain of that, you're mm. sure of that, because I say the same when people say, oh, surely you'd go back and do things differently, do better at school. And I'm like, would I fuck? Yeah. Why would I want to go and do that shit again? Yeah. I fucking hated it. Yeah. It fucking, it, 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 it pigeonholed me, and I felt like I, I weren't able to, to really succeed in that environment mm. because I didn't want to fit the status quo. I didn't want to just be, I didn't want to be a goody two-shoes at school. I know I'm intelligent, but book intelligent is different to common sense intelligence. Oh yeah, isn't it? Yeah, like you know, I can read, I can read and write fine. I'm I'm quite academic actually, but I choose I chose not to um, go down that route after school and go to college and university because it wasn't me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it yeah. doesn't say that I'm stupid. It's just that I chose not to take that route. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, it's been a really interesting chat. Yeah. So thanks for coming down. No problem. Thanks for being on the podcast. Enjoyed it, mate. And it's definitely going to be something that we're going to do again. Yeah. You know, this is just in its infancy, so I'm just starting out this. So I, what I'd like to say to you is I'll get you back here again in 12 months' time. Yeah. And we'll have the same quarter conversation and see where we're both at at that time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, again, thanks for coming down, Paul. I've really appreciated it. Um, and I hope there's people out there that take value from what we've been speaking about and, you know, really learn something. And if there's anything that I can ever help you with, or Paul for that matter, you know where you can find us, and that's on social media. Uh, is there anything that you want to say before we wrap it up, Paul? No, mate, just thanks for having us, Dan. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, you. as, as you've said, I hope someone's took some value for this. And if, mm. if one person has, we've done our job. That's it, mate. Okay, well, cheers, mate. And uh, I'll see you again soon. Thank you, mate. The Tea Hearts, proudly brought to you by eGrowth Media.